Hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Crusher. I'm your host, Josh Brewster, and I'm joined with my regular fabulous guest, Susan Olson. Susan, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm okay. So, Susan, you know, uh, I, I thought of you when I heard about uh, this topic that I'm going to start off with today, uh, because I think you're the perfect person to ask. You know, I hear people talking about who is Taylor Swift going to endorse in the upcoming election, and I said to myself, I said, self, when, when Susan and I were young, did anybody ask who Arnold Horshack was going to endorse in the upcoming election, or... Or, or, or Debbie Gibson, or Andy Gibb, or Cindy Brady. Did anybody even think about these kind of things? No, but they should have. They should have. Yeah, my, my opinion was the only one though, that would have counted. Because <laughs> um, um, I, I would have done my research. No, I wasn't. I. It's funny. I, I can see that there were political inklings back then when I was a kid. But, like, you know, as a young adult, I... I didn't know what was going on. Um, I think this is, we live in such a monkey see, monkey do society. And it's just full of monkey do. And um, these monkeys that are also known as celebritards are looked to for guidance, no matter how stupid they may be. Now, I don't think Taylor Swift is stupid at all. No. I, I, in fact, I like her. I, I'm not a pop music fan. But um, when I heard that she was re-recording all of her catalog so that she could own it, it's like, God bless her. You know, she's, but, but she's a good businesswoman. Smart. Endorsement or, you know, who would care well, what Freddie Boom Boom Washington was going to say, Carter or Reagan or. You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I would. I, I do tend to, when, when I like somebody's work, I, I give them credit for having gifts in other areas that they may not. Um, you know, I, I, I have in recent years been completely crushed that all of my um, heroes are political retards. Um, so I've had to, I have new rock stars now, like yes, the frontline doctors. So, uh, yeah, but it does, it does fascinate me because, um, ooh, 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 Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter, I, I, Carter or Reagan, Mr. Cotter, who's it going to be, you know? So I, I don't know, you know? But that was a character, too. That was I'm, a character. I'm not, I'm, like I say, I'm going to give Taylor a little credit because I, I think she is smarter than the average bear. Um, but she does obviously have Trump derangement syndrome, oh, sure. which I concluded um, removes at least 50% at 50 points on your IQ. The, yeah, the minute well, you well, contract and, and it. Most of this town has it. Uh, yes. Yes. So. Well, that's why this town functions the way it does. Or doesn't function. Well, exactly. Sure. And can or you imagine an earthquake? So, okay. So I wanted to talk to you about a recent to say hello to you. Oh, hello. She loves What's her Uncle Josh. Me? Which cat is Bellatrix. that? Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Your yeah. cats always <laughs> make celebrity guests appear. Who is the cat endorsing in the upcoming election? Who is Bellatrix endorsing? Well, she really likes Vivek. But she, she understands that, that um, well, I mean, he, he stopped his, his campaign. So she is going to go with the orange man. Got but, it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she was heartbroken when Vivek dropped out. 
I see. Well, all right. Well, listen, um, I think Vivek ends up in the cabinet somewhere. All right. I'd like to see RFK Jr. end up, well, maybe getting his old job back that he never should have been fired from. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Well, which job is that? Well, he was some sort of, he was he was specifically a vaccine advisor. Let's hope we don't need that again. But some kind yeah. of a health advisor, um, um, maybe something to do with checks and balances with the with the pharmaceutical companies because they have become now a political force, which never should have happened. Well, you know, speaking of RFK, you know, I don't know if when you were in school, when I was in school, and this is a serious point. Um, they told us, it's interesting, they told us that his father had been assassinated, but they never wanted to talk about why. And they never wanted to talk about who Sirhan Sirhan was and that he was a Palestinian and he did this because of uh, Robert F- RFK's support for Israel. They never wanted to talk about that. And, and I, I would be interested because, you know, RFK Jr. knows full well uh, that Israel has the right to defend itself. And he's been very clear about that. Mm-hmm. And, and But he certainly would remember why his father was assassinated. And for a modern day example, it reminds me of people who are like, you know, liberal folks who are appalled, of course, like everybody is, that Salman Rushdie was stabbed in the eye at Chautauqua. But they don't want to talk about why. No, they will. They refuse to talk about why. And I think this was a part of the indoctrination that goes on in colleges. Yeah. You talk to anybody on the, the left and there is a knee jerk, immediately, immediate response to defend Islam. It, 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 I'm very it's concerned. Strange. I'm concerned for the future. You know, I have you have a kid. I have kids who are in college and in late in high school now. And um I'm really concerned because I, I think that the um, the propaganda, the, the Arab propaganda has been bought hook, line and sinker in, in the schools. And, and it's very bad. Well, and, and it's not like they were hiding it. You know, right. yeah. it's, it's kind of like way back a million years ago when I was, when you were um, substitute hosting for Jamie Glassoff. And I was saying that the West is behaving like a battered woman towards Islam. We didn't really mean it. Well, he just says those things. And, and he was grumpy. He didn't have his dinner. Um, it, the Frankfurt School came to this country, and instead of being grateful for being able to get away from the Nazis, they immediately set up their plans for how to destroy the country yep. and all of the West. And their plan was to infiltrate education and entertainment. Oh, and, and, oh, go ahead. We'll finish your thought. Well, you know, so, I mean, it's been known. Education, and, and of course, today, if you say, yeah. you know, it's communism, you know, you might as well be Archie Bunker going, those damn pinkos. They laugh at you. Yeah, they laugh yeah. at you. They, yeah, but you know, that's exactly what it is. It's a neo-Marxist long march through the institutions, and uh, people don't get it. They just, they just don't get it. They know something's wrong, but they don't get it as the hardcore leftism that it is. And, um, no, and, and since, you know, the collectivist mind hears is no, when you say Islam, they hear Muslims and it's very hard. In fact, for me in the, in the beginning, it was kind of hard for me to understand how you can have a problem with Islam, but no problem with Muslims. 
because the two are very, very different. Most Muslims in the West are not practicing Islam the way it was written. Yeah, no, and 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 um, the, the the problem is a lot of the levers of power in the Arab world are controlled by radical Islamists, and you know that this thing that happened in Gaza or in Israel, courtesy Hamas, this was right on uh, right before Saudi Arabia of all countries would have been willing to uh, to normalize relations with the Jewish state. So this is a total undermining of of everything Western, and um, yeah. uh, it's an undermining of everything that should be normal. So we've talked about it; it's insane. Well, uh, it's but, yeah. even evil. I hate to be that simplistic. What's but, that? What? I hate to be so simplistic, but it's it's good and evil. And the fact that there are people, mostly people that went to college and got their brains twisted, because um, it takes a good four years to to manipulate your logic that badly they accuse israel of genocide oh but please when when the palestinians have a doctrine have an ideology that demands the extermination of all jews yeah no look rfk jr we started with rfk jr he said recently somebody went up to him and asked him about the genocide he said um there were roughly 750,000 Palestinians at the time of the War of Independence. Now there's something like 7 million. He goes, what, where, where was the genocide? And, 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 you know, again, it only took, Susan, it only takes like a month after October 7th for, for people to twist the whole thing around and forget that babies were set on fire, women were raped and dragged through the streets, people were beheaded, and there's still 200 hostages. One of them is, or 136 hostages, one of them is, was a nine-month-old baby. And somehow, from 7,000 miles, people are pointing their finger at Israel. I, it only took like a month. I mean... Some people are doing it immediately just because... Um, Muslims and Palestinians, they're brown. And yeah, it's no, it's, it's insane. Quiet. No, I know, I know. It's You know, it's funny, you said good and evil. It's not as simple as that. It's Put it this way, Susan. It is as simple and as complicated as that. Well, you know sure. what I mean? And, and all these people, I mean, people that I like. Like, there are some lefties that have podcasts, and I love them. Jimmy Dore is one of them. This guy is just slack-jawed, knuckle-dragging, stupid when it comes to Israel and Palestine, because he's stupid about Islam. I mean, they, these people don't believe that these atrocities happen. It's like, why wouldn't they happen? This is what their prophet would do and did do and would applaud. And this, I mean, you have to take that into account. I'm not trying to disparage somebody's religion. This, this, is, the, this, is, the reading, this is the reading of Islam that, the Muslim Brotherhood has always has always taken. And and I told you, Susan, months ago, the only benefit of all this insanity is that people are now coming to understand what to the from the river to the sea means. I'll give you another example. The the UN, which to me let's yeah. see. Useless nits. Put them all on a barge and push it off into the sea. Make the UN the building into housing. For, make the UN building in New York into apartments for our veterans. The yes. first floor is mental health, healthcare, and vocational services. You take the barge of everybody in the UN and you just push it out to sea. And if any of these countries want to rescue them, let them rescue them. The, look, Israel has said for a, a, a long time 
that the UNRWA and the UN itself is so wrong about everything. And, and now they find out that like, I don't know, the 10 to 20% or whatever of the UN workers in Gaza are supporting Hamas. And they found like a dozen of them who are aiding and abetting the actual massacre itself. These are the UN people. And, and, and Israel says this for, for decades, they said this, Susan. Decades. When everybody says, oh, it's just Israel, we hate Israel, who cares? The Organization of Islamic Conference that changed their name to the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, and you can bet they're not talking about them cooperating, um, they are the biggest voting bloc in the UN. It's, it's all Islamic states, yeah. and they hate Israel. Yeah. And so the UN hates Israel. Well, oh, no, you have seven, you have not even, I think it's like not even uh, one third of 1% of the world's population and over 50% of all the rev- resolutions that the UN drafts are, are we hate Israel. And, um, you know. One teeny tiny postage stamp sized parcel of land. With zero oil. Fast. With zero oil. Yeah. With 0% of the oil. So, okay, well, we're kind of on the, the, the theme of elite opinion. So I want to change gears. Here. I want to change gears because I want to talk about elite opinion. There's a recent survey from the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Their methodology is this. I'll make a long story short. Elites are defined as those having a postgraduate degree, a household income of more than $150,000 annually, and living in a zip code with more than 10,000 people per square mile, approximately 1% of the total U.S. population meets these criteria. So we're going to go through some of the findings. Personal finances. Only 20% of all Americans believe their finances are getting better now. But among the elite, that number more than triples to 74% who say they are better off. And amongst Ivy League school graduates, 88% say they're better off. Well, they may be. I mean, we have 500 new billionaires, um, thanks to Big Pharma committing mass murder. Have you been to the grocery store? Yeah. Everything is 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% higher than it was when, when Bidenomics kicked in. So the elites say they're better off, Susan. Um. Well, the elites probably don't do their own grocery shopping. <laughs> uh, the elites probably, it's so weird to me because, you know, I, I like to believe that when people are wealthy, it's because they were smart, it's because they worked hard. And, and yet I know so, some of the dumbest people on the planet are super rich. And it's, yeah. I, I don't, I don't get that, but well, let's, they, let's, they hire let's, people to do their thinking for them. Let's move on individual freedom. Elites are three times more likely to say that there is too much individual freedom. I'm going to go through this. Not for them, but for the peons. They shouldn't have all that. Ivy League graduates, too much freedom, 55%. Elite one percenters, too much freedom, 47%. But voters in general, 16%. So elitists think we have too much freedom, Susan. And yet I don't think that they feel like they have too much freedom, although no. some seem to 
really want the government to do their thinking for them. Yep. Okay. Well, listen, Susan, I don't know what is powering your life, but this is an interesting one. Rationing. Okay. Socialism for thee, not for me, right? Right. Listen to this one. Climate change is clearly an obsession of the very rich and highly educated. An astonishing 70% of the elites, including nearly 90% of the elites who graduated from the top institutions, favor rationing energy, gas, and meat to combat climate change. Amongst all Americans, 63% oppose that idea. Rationing. Regular people. Regular humans. Far superior to elites. Do you think that the rationing is going to, do you think the rationing is going to happen in Bel Air or Beverly Hills? Or do you think it's going to happen in the Valley? Well, I mean, as we saw during the summer of love, there was that journalist, honey. There was that journalist that was like, you go, yay, BLM and Antifa, right on, right on. Then they came to his neighborhood and he freaked out. And he, I mean, he was so obvious about it with no embarrassment. It's like, no, they're in my neighborhood now. Oh my gosh. It's, it's like, you know, the, the, the leaders who create wars. Well, they don't, their kids aren't fighting in them. It used to be that our presidents, our kings and queens, you know, they, they went on the battlefield. They should now. President Biden's approval rating among voters was in the low 40s, which, by the way, now. I can't believe there was. It's in the low third. Listen to this. His performance amongst the elites gets an 84% approval rating. Yeah, because he's done things to help make them richer. And yet all these people, they don't realize. It's like if you worked at a corporation and the corporate elites, you know, the people running the company were really corrupt and um, the, the main guy running the company wanted to propose, you know, um, pay cuts and all these horrible things. And there was another guy that wanted to give part ownership to the workers and, you know, make things a lot better. Can you imagine the employees of that corporation all being brainwashed into thinking that the, the executives in the corporation were the good guys, but that's what's happening in this country. And and they've been brainwashed into thinking that Trump is bad, that he serves Rich people. Well, yeah, and by the way, by the way, one thing that we should touch on, uh, I'll, I'll suggest this again. Um, with regard to what people don't really get about, like, the neo-Marxist march through the institutions, this whole thing with Trump being put on trial for this and this and this and this. Uh, Susan, when we were growing up, we were taught about how the Soviet Union did its business. Mm-hmm. how they ran kangaroo courts, how mm-hmm. you were guilty and then you were charged with a crime. Now, you don't have to vote for Trump, but if you don't see that they don't want to beat him at the ballot box, they want to put him in jail. If you don't see the Sovietsky aspect of this, there's something seriously wrong with you to me. And yet they're the ones saying, they're saying that Trump is the one who's going to be a dictator. Where were these people during the four years that Trump was president? Were there well, any? Susan, it's, here's a question: If it's the end of democracy, why don't? If you want democracy, go beat him at the ballot box. The end of democracy is holding a kangaroo court and putting a man on trial. Now, well, I, our citizens in gulags. 
for expressing mm-hmm. a different opinion, which is all many of the people on January 6th, that's all they were doing. They were simply there. You know, my, my best friend was at the rally and she, she smelled a rat. She said to her friends, let's not go near the Capitol. I think this is a setup. Um, we're going to regret going there if we do. And so she didn't. And um, within a week, the FBI was still at her door because she had been at the rally. They're looking over people's bank accounts to see if they made any mega uh, contributions. This is this is Soviet stuff. I, yeah. I I became a fan of Matt Taibbi, who used to be the. the yeah. I, by the, the way, another liberal, another liberal guy who, as yeah. soon as he, he 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 speaks the truth, he becomes a right wing kook. Michael Schellenberger tells you that he writes San Francisco, the homelessness, there's nothing you're doing with homelessness that is working. All you liberals are crazy. And he's a liberal and he says, you're all crazy. None of this is working. Now he's a right wing coup. Everybody's a right wing coup. RFK Jr. I mean, he's a Kennedy and he's a right wing kook. He's a right wing kook. Here, let me move on to some more right wing kookism. Listen to this one. Now, of course, when the pandemic hit, and people saw into their kids' classrooms because the kids are home for God knows what reason. They saw what was being taught. So God forbid people show up at the school board meeting. Now, of course, they're deplorables and right-wing kooks, and they are, um, I think Biden considers them terrorists or whatever. Well, Listen to this. domestic Listen. terrorists. Yeah, for showing up at a school board meeting, even though their government And Obama school, passed that law. The government schools are public. There are schools. Terrorists. Yeah. Our schools, you're not allowed to kid, whatever. Two thirds, 67% of the elites would prefer a candidate who said teachers and other educated professionals decide curriculum. Only 38% of the voting public shares that view. You want to talk about an elitist opinion. The idea that you have some teacher wants to teach my kid from the river to the sea or that 11-year-olds should get puberty blockers, and 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 I'm illiberal? I'm a nutcake? Um, I, 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 I thank God every day that my son is an adult now. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have had an aneurysm by now. I, or I would have gone Unabomber without the explosives. <laughs> I would have put my son in the car, in the Ozarks. We'd be in the mountains, living off the land. No, I, I got do you. not want him in the system. No, it, it's so let me uh, let me just finish. I'll finish on this topic with this one. Here we go. Now, of course, this is this is the new one that I, I'm I'm frightened of people going along with this. Banning cars and household appliances, gas stoves, gas powered cars, banning non essential air travel, SUVs. And air conditioning, 68, 66, 70%, 81%, 80% of Ivy League graduates think all that stuff should be banned. 53, 58, 55, 72, and 69% of the elite 1% think all those things should be banned. Normal human beings, somewhere between 13% and 25%. Gas stoves, air conditioning. What's plan that? on I don't suppose any of these elites plan on living without air conditioning. No. No, you're gonna live without air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 
You know what? You know what also? You know what I love about all this? I was looking at Alex Epstein's books. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He he does the stuff about fossil fuels. Do you understand that all the backups for solar and wind, which are inefficient, all the backups are fossil fuels. When the sun doesn't shine, the backup yeah. is fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. The road you drive on generators is, for electricity. The road uh, you drive on is asphalt. It's made from fossil fuels. There is a I, I, all of your your viewers, listeners, you need to watch something. And believe it or not, it was co-produced by Michael Moore. It's it's a documentary called Planet of the Humans. Uh-huh. And it starts out with somebody very much like me, you know, starry eye going, yes, let's go green. Let's, let's be good to the planet. And they go through every single alternative resource and show how it's so much dirtier or depends on fossil fuels. The and wind? this is like a more. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, what's it called? A planet of the humans. And it's really good. You know, what I'm worried about, Susan, is I'm going to be about 50 years into the grave by the time that people wake up to the reality that you need fossil fuels. The reason we can afford to live is fossil fuels. If you want Vladimir Putin to sell the world national gas, natural gas, go right ahead. To me, it should be the United States doing it. And by the way, if you notice Canada, which is a, we could do a whole other show, there's not a drop. Not one drop of oil that they don't pump. They are all about the oil. And we're on the same continent and we sit here like we shouldn't be drilling. What? Well. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I've always been in favor of getting away from our dependence, especially on insane countries yeah. um, for our oil. Um, I don't, you know, come on. I'm, a, I'm an animal welfare advocate. I, I love the planet. I'm a tree hugger. Um, but you, you look at this, what, what they want to do, and it's, to me, it's so obvious. The grid, the grid can't handle it. I, right after Gavin Gruesome said that he was going to ban um, fuel-burning cars, like a day later, he had to tell everybody, oh, don't charge your electric vehicles because... Um, because all the air conditioning, we we really can't handle it. Our grid can't handle all this electric stuff. And as soon as the crisis hits, Gavin Gruesome says, turn the nuke back on or turn the fossil fuels back on. Um, now, speaking of Gavin Gruesome, we're going to- I don't know because I think he's in on it. The goal is to destroy everything. Destroy capitalism, Susan. Susan, destroying yeah. capitalism is the goal. Look, and you, destroying the country. Listen, the I love the environment. Country. I'll be a tree hugger. I love animals. That has nothing to do with me not wanting to beg OPEC when we are on the same continent as Mexico and Canada, which are two countries from which we buy oil. The, mm-hmm. the last president, love him or hate him, I, he had us energy independent, and the That's first thing right. Biden did was come in and undo whatever he'd done. Yeah. And we're not going to get into the border today, but this is now completely <laughs> bad. That would take a week. Okay, we're going to get into this. We're going to finish with this. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting nuts here. We're going to finish with this. Veteran police officers in New York City 
fumed to the New York Post Saturday that uh, District Attorney Alvin Bragg made a mockery of the entire justice system by letting five illegals, the, the media calls them migrants. I go with illegals, okay? The, the correct term really is criminal aliens. Criminal aliens walk yes. away after they were arraigned Wednesday on charges of second-degree assault on a police officer and obstruction of governmental administration in a January 27th beatdown of NYPD and the cops are all screaming about this. Um, here now, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, give you the Gavin Newsom update because you know this is coming. Of those arrested, seven arrested so far. Of those arrested, six, all in their early twenties, late teens, have reportedly left for California, <sighs> where, by the way, they'll get free health care for illegal mm-hmm. criminal aliens. And what else? Free college now? Yeah, I mean, you get what you want as long as you can show that you're not no bail. No no bail. There's no bail. They let them go. Well, we have people in prison for taking selfies in the Capitol, but two guys have sex in the Senate. Oh yeah, and no charges. There's no crime. No, it's, it, 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 and if anybody can't see that there's a two-tiered system, then they're more logical, by the way. It's not race and class. It's ideological. If you serve the left, you're, you walk without bail. Yeah. Um, if you're con- perceived to be conservative, you're... But that's you're, like any dictatorship or any Soviet-style... But we didn't, Susan, we didn't, we're not teaching our kids about what the neo-Marxist march through the institutions is we're not teaching this no we're not and, and they all they all kind of sort of kind of know hitler bad just hitler like bad, bad. bad but okay so the nazis are bad we don't want that well it's going on you know it's just they're called pa- palestinians um and like they know that that's that that's bad do they know how many people were killed by communism no 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 clue. No, no, no clue at all. Ask any lefty how many black unarmed people are are killed by white policemen every year. Almost none. Well, they'll they'll say they think it's about ten thousand. No, it's almost and, none. And by it's, the way, it's, it's almost 10. none. They hate it's Heather McDonald. You know Heather McDonald. <laughs> Heather McDonald wrote the War on Cops. And oh, she, she's really good. But no, she's she. If you if you put out the statistics of who's killed by the cops, <laughs> this is all a farce. But look, you, you, they want to tear down the country. Yeah, they, they want kids to think that America is this awful racist place, and, and they you know they want to celebrate well, Martin Luther King. The history of the world that ever fought a war against slavery, and many white people died in it. They want. They, they will not accept the idea of color blindness on the same day that they're celebrating the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. They don't, they want equity, which is Marxism. They don't yeah. want equality mm-hmm. on the same day that they're celebrating the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. So you're rejecting everything that Martin Luther King stood for, which yeah. was an assertion of our natural rights being given to everyone. And, and and you you celebrate his life while you say, "Fuck you" to his message. 
Exactly. And, and, and of course, who, who is doing this the most? Who is so obsessed about skin color? The people who are only skin deep, which would be the elites, Hollywood, all these expletive deleted um, who would rather virtue signal than actually do something. And I will finish with that. Susan Olson, I love you. You I are love always you an too. awesome guest, and uh, you you make the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm coming up there to see those kitties. Okay. Hey, that would be great. Don't call the cops. I'm coming to knock on your door. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Always a pleasure.